This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey y'all, it's Crystal. And it's Samantha. And this is Serialholic Sisters. True crime shit. What's up, girl? What's up? What's going on? I am finished with baseball and softball. That's what's up. Yeah. I'm just starting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I swear the last like the last two months, I have literally lived at the ball field like every night after work. It's, it's been a lot. And it was fun, but I'm glad it's over. <laughs> I know you guys, you guys always start like early spring. I don't know why they start so early because when they start, half the practices get rained out. It's like early I April. Know. It's so funny because you guys, like, I've always said it every year for you guys that you guys always start early spring and we always start like right after spring. So it starts getting really hot. So our baseball always runs through, you know, June, right before it gets super, super, super hot. Right. Yeah. One of my kids, and that's another thing, ours is different. So I love that you guys can play at the same place every week. Mm-hmm. Um mine does not we are travel baseball team so I have to travel through southeast Kansas and it's stupid sometimes because I don't know about y'all but have you seen the freaking gas prices (laughs) oh my god right no I'm glad we all have it all of our games and tournaments and everything we're all in the same ballpark so yeah as y'all know we missed last week because of all the there was tons of okay. tournaments and stuff going on. Her baseball was starting, mine was ending. And so we thank y'all for understanding and whatnot, but we are back. Here we are. So yeah, girl, speaking of baseball, why mm-hmm. do pancakes always win at baseball? Oh my God. Why? Because they have the best batter. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. Uh, you liked it. That's so dumb. Yeah, I'm getting, um, I'm running real low on the dad jokes. <laughs> like, So I have an actual dad joke book. Why? <laughs> I don't, I don't know where it came from. I was cleaning out our bedroom, like closet the other day. And I found a dad joke book in our closet. I don't know where it came from. Wow. I asked Dallas and he was like, I don't know. I didn't buy that. So I have no clue. We just have a dad joke book. Just so random. So So I may give it to you. (laughs) All right. Any Hoosier. um, It is your week. It is my week. I'm going to get into it. It's going to be, this one's pretty gnarly. So just so everybody knows (laughs) it gets pretty brutal. Um, I had first heard this case a few years ago and then I'm pretty sure I was just like nope and then like deleted it from my brain because when I was like looking yeah well when I was looking for a case to cover I stumbled across this one and I was like oh my gosh this is crazy how have I never heard about this but then when I looked more into it I was like oh I have I just forced it out of my brain (laughs) so this week I am covering the most horrific murder in England's history 
The Torture and Murder of Kellyanne Bates and the Slug That Murdered Her, James Patterson Smith. Not to be confused. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you mean, you mean James Patterson as in Edwin or Edward, what is it? Edward Cullen? Is that his name? Edward Cullen is the vampire from Twilight. Hey, James Patterson didn't write didn't write Twilight no James Patterson is an author but he's like um like a mystery fiction author so he's wrote a ton of books but like um, what's his name what's the actor's name oh the actor I thought you're talking about who wrote it Robert Pattinson oh (laughs) what is wrong with me please take that out (laughs) I thought you were talking about who wrote the book because James Patterson is an author why is so, it always me that says the dumb thing? <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, but not James, not to be confused with James Patterson, the dude that writes all the fiction mystery novels. Even though I feel like this case could probably be found in a fiction novel because it's like, it's just crazy. Like, I don't understand how anybody could do this. So let's get into it. Kellyanne Bates was born May 18th, 1978 in Hattersley, a small town that's about 10 miles from Manchester, England. She was born to Margaret and Tommy Bates and was described as a cheerful, bubbly, kind girl who had an old soul. Yeah, I know. Growing up, everyone said this girl had always been super mature for her age. Like from a young age, she often hung out with an older crowd because she felt more comfortable with older people because she was just more mature than the kids her age. The older she got, the more confident and independent she got. And as a young teenager, she began doing what a lot of young girls that age would do to earn some cash. She started babysitting. Oh, okay. So, yeah. One night when she was babysitting, the parents of the kids that she was watching came home. They introduced her to a friend of theirs. Okay. This friend offered to walk her home that night to keep her safe. And the two began talking. This friend was 45-year-old James Patterson Smith. So he was 45. I was like, wait a minute. How old was she again? She was 14 at this time. That's what I thought. So he was over. You said, so time out. Why, first off, why were they introducing this child to a grown ass man? I'm guessing they went out with him and they came home. He was there too. He came home with them and they're like, oh, hey, this is our friend so and so. Just like, well, I would hope so. Right. But then also, why would you? Why would they let them? Exactly. Walk her home. That is fucking creepy. No, no, don't do that. Here, we just met this guy. Um, kind stranger would you please walk our babysitter home right I don't fucking think so so yeah he was over 30 years older than her yeah no and he was very interested in her Smith immediately began grooming Kellyanne and the two began secretly dating so let's talk a little bit about Smith so James Patterson Smith is a real piece of fucking work nobody cares about his early life so like, I couldn't find much on it all because nobody cares. So we're not even going to get into that. Um, I'm just going to give you a brief background just to help describe how much of a monster this dude was. So he was an unemployed divorcee. Divorcee? Divorcee? I would say divorcee. Divorcee? Yeah. <laughs> I think divorcee. <laughs> Anyways, so he was an unemployed divorcee with a long history of domestic violence. So that's a great yeah. start, right? Every girl's dream man, you know, he was described as house proud and well-groomed by acquaintances, which like, I don't know who these acquaintances were, but 
I didn't see a single picture of a well-groomed man when I was like face. I was gonna ask you I know that you have pictures already so like was he well-groomed no or he like a shag monster yes he looked exactly like a shag monster yeah, yeah. so his marriage ended in 1980 his ex-wife would later testify at his trial that he was an extremely abusive and would beat her regularly she finally yeah she finally brought herself to divorcing him after enduring this for 10 years so they were married for 10 years 10 Mm -hmm. years of abuse yep oh man between 1980 and 1982 so he got divorced in 1980 between 80 and 82 he dated 20 year old tina watson why does he keep going for these like younger um, is it because they're like not mature enough to know better i would think it's probably because he could basically just like groom them so tina would later testify that throughout their two-year relationship smith essentially quote used her as a punching bag she said that at first it would only happen every now and then and then he would like apologize and sweet talk her and so she'd forgive of course Mm -hmm. She said that he would slap her across the face, kick her in the legs or in between the legs, even when she was pregnant with his child. What? hmm And once he hit her over the head with an ashtray. Now, this is the 80s. Do you remember ashtrays? Uh, from the 80s? Like the big, thick-ass glass? <laughs> they are not plastic. Right. Um, it, it brings me back to when... I remember grandma had a couple of those really heavy, sturdy glass ones. Oh yeah. Yeah, she did. They felt like they were probably 10 pounds each. <laughs> right. Can you imagine getting hit in the head with one of those? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So she finally got the courage to escape the abusive relationship after he attempted to drown her one day when she was taking a bath. Oh my God. Immediately after his relationship with Tina ended, Smith started dating 15-year-old Wendy Mottershed just keeps getting younger and younger right he went from 20 to 15 That's and then 14 right she also testified that smith was extremely abusive during the relationship and during one violent outburst smith attempted to drown wendy also oh my god but instead of using a bathtub this time he used the kitchen sink holding her head completely underwater for several minutes fortunately all three of these women somehow managed to escape the abusive relationships they had with him unfortunately his next victim would have to endure the full force of this monster's wrath now like i said smith and kellyanne began secretly dating when she was 14 years old and the two were able to completely hide their relationship from her parents for two whole years I mean, I'm not real bad. I'm not real shocked on that. I'm just sorry. I'm looking straight at you. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> just, just saying. You like, how I, you like how I said, uh, I was like, oh, they were able to completely hide it. And I was like, I know. <laughs> you're over here like acting so shocked. And I'm just thinking, bitch. Okay. But we were the same age. We weren't 30 years different. No, you are. You are but I'm just sitting here thinking, bitch. <laughs> Okay, but he's 30 years older than her. <laughs> That's not okay. He's also not abusive. <laughs> so mine, mine was not abusive. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yours. No. <laughs> but, but I just it was just so shocking. Like your face was like, 
like all serious. I know. Saying, I know. I was trying to play it off. Able to hide it for two years, and I was just like, "They're amateurs, Crystal. <laughs> They're amateurs." I was trying to play it off, and you got to call me out. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Smith convinced her that her parents wouldn't understand their love for each other, and they would try to keep them apart. So that's why they like hid the relationship. When she was 16, she started looking for ways to spend more time with Smith. So she began sneaking out of the house at night and sometimes wouldn't come home until the next morning. Her parents, Margaret and Tommy, had always trusted her. And when she started sneaking out, they confronted her. And she ended up telling them that she was dating an older boy named Dave Smith. So since she always had hung out with an older crowd, they weren't super shocked by this. They just assumed he was an older boy from school. Like she didn't say I'm dating a 45 year old man. Right. So a few weeks later, I don't think that they would be okay with that. (laughs) Yeah, no. So a few weeks later, they would learn that that was not the case at all. So Kellyanne decided since this relationship was out in the open now, even though she lied about his name, because she told him his name was Dave Smith and it's not. (laughs) That makes me think, oh, my boyfriend, here's John Smith. (laughs) Right. Yeah, literally. (laughs) She didn't even change his last name. His last name actually is Smith. (laughs) Right. So she's like, it's time for her mans to meet her parents. Like that's, it's time to get it out there. So she <laughs> Little did they know that he was older than them. <laughs> Literally. I think he was, he was either one year older or one year younger than her dad. Oh, that is disgusting. I can't remember which one it was, but it was one of those. Can you imagine? Like, no, no I cannot. That is disgusting. I don't, I don't. Like, I, I'm not here trying to judge people that do when they're legal age. <laughs> It's a literal child. That is a grown ass man taking advantage of a literal child. And that is illegal. (laughs) Not only wrong, illegal, like Mm -hmm. go to jail. So anyways, I lost my stuff. Okay. So (laughs) she brought him home one day and when they got there, Margaret, her mom was actually out running errands. So nobody was home. So she's like, all right, that's cool. We'll just hang out here and wait for my mom to get home. When Margaret gets home, she was shocked to see a grown-ass man swagger downstairs to meet her. That's literally an article where she did an interview. She, that's her words. He swaggered downstairs. What, is it, what does it mean to swagger? So, like, I don't know. I, I just am thinking of the Fergie song about them trying to copy my swagger. <laughs> I'm thinking of the guys that, like, when you're wear so their 2000 pants. When you're 2000 I'm thinking of the guys that, like, wear their, their pants, like, past their butt with a belt. <laughs> oh that doesn't make me think swagger swagger that makes me think of like sashaying I don't know like you sashayed downstairs I feel like this old man sashayed (laughs) so did he like (laughs) do you do one of those like (laughs) like bouncing downstairs like I don't don't feel like there's a lot of like hip twists I don't know (laughs) anyways so she described him as quote smarmy and said he swaggered downstairs and said nice to meet you at last and when he said that it made the hairs stand up on the back of her neck he was clearly much older to meet you at last at last it's fucking he's creepy as shit nice to punch you in your smug face at last right you grown-ass man that's taking advantage of my daughter Mm -mm. i'm calling the cops now (laughs) like what Nice to meet you before you get arrested. (laughs) So in an article from the Manchester Evening News, Margaret said that when she first met him, all she could think of was how much she wanted to get rid of him. 
like she wanted to get rid of him get rid of him she said that this wasn't the man she wanted for her daughter and that she vividly recalled seeing her bread knife in the kitchen and wanting to pick it up and stab him in the back oh my god right and this this thought actually shocked her because she had never had like a violent thought like that before but oh wow she said she has thought about that moment many times over the years now and wish that she had actually done it oh <laughs> because if she had kellyanne would still be alive today right but dang right so he gave off real bad vibes apparently like real bad kellyanne told her parents that gabe smith was 32 years old and that she had withheld this minor detail because she didn't think they would approve of their relationship now to be clear Margaret and Tommy did not approve of their daughter's relationship, but they also didn't want to push her further away. She had already been sneaking around and sneaking out, and she was finally like being open with them and putting everything out there, they thought. So even though they didn't approve of this relationship, they weren't like, you can't continue to date Dave because they didn't want to like push her away. So taking his grooming step further, Smith began calling Margaret, the mom, to discuss concerns that he had about Kellyanne. He would just call her on the phone and be like, so I'm a little concerned. Kellyanne's doing this. We should talk about this. I just want you to know about this. Like what? Um, excuse me? Mm-hmm. So because of this, even though Margaret wanted to keep the two of them apart, she started to believe that maybe he really de- did have like her daughter's best interests at heart. Right. So typically, basically he was like trying to groom her also into thinking that he was okay for Kellyanne. Ew. It's fucking vomitous, right? It, do- it does give me, like, awful vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, so bad. Just to clear the air, I would never be okay with my child. No, Ever and they weren't dating. okay with it. They, I understand what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get it, but I just, I would treat him like Rapunzel. <laughs> <laughs> you live in this tower now, thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not really, but still. (laughs) Oh. So the two continued dating and Kellyanne began staying out with Dave for days at a time. Nobody could see that. (laughs) This is a podcast. They could only hear it. (laughs) Well, they couldn't see my shimmy down the stairs either. (laughs) They did air quotes around Dave's name, guys. Um, (laughs) So she began staying out with Dave for days at a time before coming home to check in. Like, I'm sorry, no. Oh, hi, mom. Sorry, I've been gone for a week. Right. Just checking in. Margaret, Margaret, Margaret began to notice bruises and bite marks on Kellyanne when she would come home. What the fuck? And Kellyanne would just dismiss them saying classic lines like I ran into something or it was an accident. One time she came home. How did somebody accidentally bite you? Okay. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> How does somebody accidentally bite? How do you get accidental bite marks on you? I mean, she babysits kids. Maybe some of them were mean. And <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah. one time she came home with a black eye and said that a group of girls had attacked her. So that's how she wrote that one off. One time her parents went over to Smith's house to check on her because they hadn't seen her in a few days. And they're like, what the fuck? So Smith invited them in, and the entire time they were there, Kellyanne just sat with her head down, seeming like super nervous that they were there. Her parents continued to grow Get more. Get your daughter and go? Okay, thank you. 
which I'm not blaming them. Like, how were they to know that this would happen? But no, I'm not trying to come off as like the parents are to blame by all means. Right, right, right. I mean, get your daughter and go, though. Like, like go, go. Like, what are that? What's he gonna do? Exactly. That's yeah. That's what's what I'm saying. Do? He can't. There's nothing he can do. I'm sorry, but for any mother, I'm pretty sure that a mother could take anybody. I think what what it is is what he's gonna do is they're worried that she's going to like try to run away and just stay with him I get that but I I don't know I just I don't know I would have been like I'm sorry but why do you why are you looking like that let's go right I would not have been like oh I'm just checking on I'm just checking in on you and then leave yeah like you're still underage bitch (laughs) oh so when she was 17 they were like okay this is enough we don't like what we're seeing here. He's no good right. for you. You can do much better than him. But Kellyanne wasn't having it. She was like far too under his sick, twisted spell. So gross. Which like she had been with him since she was 14 years old. Right. So in her eyes, this was the man for her. Uh, yeah, when you're young, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're young, you do some crazy things. Mm-hmm. Although I did meet my husband and started dating him at just shy of 15 too <laughs> when we first when me and my husband first started dating we were 14 yeah so, so was so was I barely but that's not the case with a lot of people so <laughs> we're literally just about to be 15 we're only four days apart too so so at 17 Kellyanne moved out of her parents house and moved in with Smith they didn't want her to leave but also they didn't want her to leave on bad terms and cut t- cut them out of their life Right. Cut them out of her life. So they reluctantly let her move out on the condition that she would remain in regular contact with them. Kellyanne would call her parents every now and then, but would almost never go over for a visit. She did come home briefly once after she and Smith split up after an argument. And her family was shocked when they saw her. She had lost a ton of weight. She looked like she hadn't bathed in a while. She was covered in bruises. So they were super relieved to have her back home. They were like, finally, you know, you're out of this dude's control. Unfortunately, he was able to convince Kellyanne to come back to him. And on November 30th, 1995, she moved back in with him. This would be the last time that her family would ever see her alive. Since Smith was unemployed, Kellyanne had gotten a job working part-time. But the longer she lived with Smith, the more withdrawn she became from the rest of the world. So in December of 1995, she resigned from her job. She called her mom and told her that she and Smith were in Blackpool so that she wasn't going to be around for Christmas. Is that like a town? Yeah, we're in England. I think that's, um, I'm like, yes, and I don't know. I'm going to Google it real quick. Pretty sure it's a town. Hang on. <laughs> when you Google Blackpool, it says town in England. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a town. <laughs> town in England. So that's funny. So she told them that she was going to be in Blackpool, so she wasn't going to be around for Christmas. And her phone calls became less and less frequent. Her parents were super concerned. They're like, okay, she had told us that she would always stay in contact with us. We left on good terms. Like, why is this happening? Right. So finally, they decided to go to police. You know, they'd seen her with all these bruises. She's not wanting to talk to them. So they went to police, but... Kellyanne was over the United Kingdom's age of consent. So basically they were like, 
she's grown and she's not living in your house and the guy she's living with has no prior record which like yes he was abusive he'd like been abusing women for years and years but nobody did about that right and say but they didn't turn him in like none of them came out until like his trial so they'd never gone forward about any of this so police were like unless she comes to us saying he's abusing her there's nothing we can do here on march 10th 1996 Margaret called Kellyanne after she got a call from Kellyanne's dentist saying that she had missed an appointment and Kellyanne made up some kind of excuse for missing the appointment. She was like, oh, I I lost track of time. I I just don't know what happened. Then she promised to come and visit Margaret the next weekend because the next weekend was Mother's Day. So that was the last conversation Margaret ever had with her daughter. I know she did not come and visit the next weekend. But Margaret did receive a card in the mail telling her Happy Mother's Day, but it wasn't in Kellyanne's handwriting. Her parents' wedding anniversary and her dad's birthday was the next weekend after that. And they got more cards from Kellyanne saying, you know, happy birthday, happy anniversary, love you, sign Kellyanne. But again, they were not in in her handwriting. They were in Smith's handwriting. So they're like, okay, we have to do something. Something is seriously wrong here. Nobody's seen or heard from her. So Margaret and Tommy decided that they were going to go over to Smith's house and check on her, like see what was up. Oh no. Well, as they were headed out the door, Kellyanne's brother came home and he was like, guess what? I just talked to a friend and the friend said that they saw Kellyanne and she was fine. And so her parents were like relieved to hear this. They're like, okay, she's okay. She's just, maybe she's just busy. I don't know. So they didn't, they didn't end up going to Smith's house. that just disappoints me I'm not gonna lie so they decided they were just gonna wait for her to reach out to them because they were so afraid if they confronted Smith then it would push her away completely they would later find out that the friend who had seen Kellyanne and said she was fine had seen her way back in December so not recently not recently and they didn't know that until later they thought like they had just seen her they would also later find out that when they were going to go to Smith's house to check on Kellyanne She was already in the process of being tortured to death. And three weeks later, she would be dead. So now we are going to get into the rough stuff. Not going to be fun. On April 16th, 1996, Smith walked into a local police station and told officers that his girlfriend had accidentally drowned after an argument in the bathtub. How do you accidentally drown after an argument? Right. That's kind I'm of what the, cops, that's what the cops were like, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, I was going to say, please say the cops were like, well, that's real convenient. <laughs> they were like, don't, don't be suspicious. <laughs> and he was so suspicious. So he said that she must have inhaled some water while they were arguing. And at first he thought she was pretending to be unconscious because she'd done this many times before when they were arguing. Right. Also red flag. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is a major red She's done that. I would have questioned him there. She's done this many a times. Well, why would she, why would she pretend to be unconscious if you're arguing? Is it because that you're already beating her? So she's like, oh, maybe if I pretend like I'm knocked out. Exactly. Okay. So when he realized she wasn't pretending, he tried to resuscitate her, but his attempts were unsuccessful and she had died. So this is what he walked into the police station and told the police. When officers arrived at his home, they were completely unprepared for what they found. They found blood smeared on the floors and walls in every room of the house. Also, that doesn't happen when you drown. Okay. (laughs) Clearly (laughs) indicating that there was much more to the story than Smith told them. Kellyanne was found lying naked in the bedroom. She 
was almost completely unrecognizable. An autopsy later revealed that Kellyanne had suffered approximately 150 separate injuries that had been given to her over a period of weeks. So this was a long drawn out thing. Dr. William Lawler, the pathologist who conducted the autopsy, said that Kellyanne had suffered by far the worst injuries he had ever seen on a murder victim, and he had conducted over 600 autopsies. That is awful. Mm -hmm. He said the extent of the injuries, as well as the age of some of them, left him astounded. Among these autopsies, nope, injuries. <laughs> Among these injuries, the autopsy showed several stab wounds that had been inflicted by various tools, including knives, forks, several pairs of scissors, oh. a spade, and pruning shears. She also had burn marks all over her body, some from scalding water and some from like a hot iron. Her kneecaps and hands were completely shattered and she had a broken arm. Ligature marks showed that she had been bound several times. She had mutilation of her ears, nose, eyebrows, lips, mouth, and genitalia. She had been partially scalped. She had been starved and lost around 20 kilograms, so like almost 45 pounds. She had not received water for several days before her death, and both of her eyes had been gouged out. Now, according to Dr. Lawler, this, the eyes had occurred anywhere from five days to three weeks before her death. So she had lived oh. at least five days, but possibly up to three weeks after he gouged her eyes out. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. The autopsy also revealed that she had stab wounds to her empty eye sockets. Her cause of death had actually been drowning, but this happened after she was knocked unconscious by the shower head and then held underwater. So he did all this awful stuff and she did, that's not what she died from. He actually did drown her. Police obviously immediately arrested Smith when they went to his house. Despite all of the overwhelming evidence of torture, Smith claimed that her death was an accidental drowning and all of those other injuries were self-inflicted. He's nuts. Yeah. He said that he was actually the victim here and that Kellyanne would taunt him all the time about his dead mother. Give me 10 minutes with him. Okay. 10 minutes. He said that she would often hurt herself to make it look like he was abusing her. So oh, just no, no, all no. the time she would just do this stuff and he was the victim. And an abuser definitely says things like that. Right. So they were like, so you're telling me that she stabbed and mutilated herself and gouged out her own eyes to make it look like you were abusing her? And he was like, well, she basically dared me to do that. Like, like she was challenging me and saying that I wouldn't do it. So, so yeah. I'm sorry, what? Uh. Uh-huh. So it wasn't until the trial for the murder of their daughter that Margaret and Tommy would find out that 32-year-old Dave Smith was actually 49-year-old James Patterson Smith. Oh, they didn't know the whole time. They didn't know the whole time. Mm -hmm. See, I knew you said that they didn't know then, but they didn't know until he literally went to trial. Right. That until his he, real name was not Dave Smith. Right. And that he was actually. That he was. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. This is when the trial, this is also when the rest of the world would learn about his violent manipulative past when his ex-wife and ex-girlfriends came forward and revealed his abuse towards them. So it took the jurors less than an hour to come back with a guilty verdict. After viewing the disturbing images from the crime scene, 
and Kellyanne's autopsy and hearing detailed descriptions of the torture Smith had put her through, they were all clearly traumatized. So much so that the Manchester Crown Court offered all of the jurors professional counseling and every single one of them accepted it. Oh, wow. Yeah. On November 19th, 1997, Smith was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 20 to 25 years. So some of the sources, right. Some of the sources said 20, some said 25. I don't understand why that was an option. I was going to say, why would they even give him an option to let him be out? I have no idea. I don't even know. I mean, I know it's England, so maybe there's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the laws in England. I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't as of now, the, I'm, speechless. I'm just like, what? I know that's crazy. This is why I had pushed all this out of my brain because I was like, no, cannot compute. So as, as of now, the 74 year old monster remains in prison. Kellyanne's parents were obviously completely destroyed by her death. And they only spoke publicly about her death once 20 years after in 2015. That was that one article that she had done an interview in. In 2020, her mother, Margaret, passed away after battling breast cancer twice. Oh, I know. And according to her husband, Tommy, she would often say that she, quote, wanted to get back with Kelly. And he believes after all these years, she's finally at peace and has finally been reunited with her daughter. Oh, my God. I know. And that is the fucking terrible, awful case of the tor- torture and murder of Kelly and Bates. So I'm, I'm assuming because it's been more than 25 years that he got denied parole. I'm assuming I kept looking and looking and trying to see like when his next parole was up or anything about anything that said anything with that, but I couldn't find anything, but I mean, good. (laughs) Right. I'm glad he's still there, but oh my God. Yeah. That's that's so awful. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Also, Also, could you imagine because, you know, her parents thought that this guy was like, Dave Smith. Mm-hmm. So can you just imagine like him or them going to the police and trying to, re- you know, do a report against this guy that's not even a right. guy? Right. <laughs> that she so I can't imagine half the things in this case. Like it was, it's crazy. I can't. Yeah. And the the guilt it's so awful but the guilt of the parents must have felt all these years after not going when they were like literally headed to his house to check on her right like that's so terrible it's all awful it is it is that definitely that case definitely made my stomach turn a little bit yeah I told you it was awful that's why I deleted it from my brain and then I found it again and I was like, and now you have to, now you have to go through the process of deleting. I do. It. I have to delete it again. But before that, I thought I'd share it with all of you. So you're welcome. <laughs> so sweet. Right. Now we can all delete it together. Well, all right. How does that on that? Okay. Well, follow us on all this stuff. All the stuff. Go to Sarah Hog Sisters. At, no. SarahHogSisters.com. <laughs> you can you can send an email to SarahHogSisters at gmail.com if you want to suggest a dad joke for me. That'd be cool. <laughs> or a case. <laughs> oh yeah, that's there. <laughs> oh God. Case. Case, you know. Yeah, we love case suggestions. We love. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> um yeah so i guess let's just be awkward now (laughs) okay okay bye